Am I being heard? Am I being heard? Possibly. Possibly. Am I being heard? Am I being heard? Possibly. Possibly. Am I being heard? Possibly. Yes, you are being heard, sir. Not live and direct once again. You got the Remember the Name podcast episode. We on 15? 14. It's like, 14. I think it's like 14 and a half. Oh, we got that half episode. Let's go. It's something like that. Something like 14, three quarters. Something 14.5, whatever we want to call it. But... Yeah, we, we four, four to 14 or 15 episodes in. I mean, it's something to be happy about. Especially after the last episode we had. That shit was type dope. Um, yeah, definitely check that out if you have not yet. For sure. But before we get into things, let's introduce ourselves because here I go fucking the shit up again. Don't matter. You got Zadi. You got your boy JRB, J, John Rick. Come you on. already know him. We back with purpose and passion. Um, So... I didn't expect so much shit to happen since the last episode that we dropped. Yeah, especially because so much shit happened last week. <laughs> Facts, like it's, I can't, I can't front. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I think it's because it's, you know, Corona stuff is, is starting to, well, not starting to clear up. People are starting to just not give a fuck. Yeah, people are starting to dismiss it. Uh, shout out Florida for doing that. I um, guess <laughs> Texas. Fuck. Making it hard, man. Yeah, man, making it hard. Making it hard. But yeah, uh, more things to talk about. And I can't lie, John. I've been feeling to talk about this. Just because, like, it's funny, right? Mm-hmm. Also concerning. Yeah, no, I agree. More funny, but also concerning. <laughs> I agree. You know what I'm saying? But the number one question in America is, who shot Meg? Who shot Meg? You're getting right into it. Who shot Meg? The million dollar question. Who shot Meg, John? So We got a couple g- suspects. Just to just to um give you a <laughs> give you a kind of like a spiel a, about what happened. A refresher? Yeah, a little refresher. So over the week, um Tory and Lane Tory Lane, I said Tory and Lanes. Tory Lanes. At this and, point, it might be Tory and Lanes. It might be. It might be. Um but Tori um, and Meg Thee Stallion um, and uh, Kylie, Jenner. Kylie Jenner were spotted together. Together at the Jenner's saying. residence. Before we even get to the to the shooting shit, maybe it's just me, but the way Tori creeped up on Kylie, you know what I'm saying? Like mm, that looked like a little. You know what I'm saying he might be doing a little something. Might be entag- entangled in that. Oh no, um, you might be right. There's a lot of entanglements going on now, and now that uh, entanglements are the hot thing, uh, it might be. But yeah, there was a little party at the Jenner's residence. There was a little, there was a little party. Um, so from that party, 
we graduated to them leaving mm-hmm. the party, and they were stopped by police after um, there were shots heard, and um, you know there was a report that you know a certain vehicle left the party. Right. Um, so the police were called, and um, we don't know too much information, but what we do know is that Meg Meg's foot was definitely injured. It was shot. Allegedly. 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 And we need to know who did it. Yeah. Now, they weren't the only two people in the car, right? Um, There was a third unidentified, I think. Um, Personally, I think it was Kylie Jenner. Just going. Allegedly. I think so. There was a third unidentified person. Um, she is a billionaire, so uh, it's pretty easy to get out of any kind of predicament when you got money and power like that. That's a fact. So that's a fact. I wonder how that whole thing went down. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, shout out to the thunder. Mmm, got that thunder in the background. Yeah, that's authentic. That thunder that. Yeah, that's that about to rain. Me. It's about to rain crazy, but yeah, fuck it. But this is a perfect day to pot. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh. Yeah, so Meg Thee Stallion was, um, shot. was shot, and people think Tory Lanez is the one who did it. Yeah, it's because Tory was arrested, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think they got him allegedly uh, shooting his gun off, dispersing a firearm or whatever you want to call it. So he was taken into custody, um, and uh, he was, uh, what, do you, what do you do? I don't even know the process because I've never been arrested, but uh, he went through the whole process. Uh, the police for some reason leaked out his information like yo my man is 5'3 buck 30 so the jokes was flying 5'3 <laughs> my man was 5'3 buck 30 yo Lloyd was talking about Tory <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd was talking about Lloyd was talking about Tory yo nah they was violating my man Tory he's 5'2 you seen the one thing on uh, I think it was he was on Sway he was sitting in the chair and then nigga stood up. He was the same height. Yeah. That yo. nigga, honestly, looked like he damn near got shorted. <laughs> yo, that shit is bad, yo. Um, They're trying to violate my man, Tory. And also, they, um, yeah, so Meg was with Tory. Uh, Meg got shot. Meg's bodyguard wasn't there. I seen something on the bodyguard post. like, oh, um, I'm not going to let her go out again by herself. Blase, blase. Uh, something about, like... Uh, she need to be around with people with better aim. So it kind of like seems like he also thinks possibly that Tory Lanez, the other gentleman in the car, gentleman in the car, might have shot Meg the Stallion. What if? Uh, this is this is what I think happened. Yeah, let's hear it. I think Tory has little man syndrome. Possibly. We know Meg is a behemoth. Yeah, she got some height to her. She's she's she got she's some a tall motherfucker. She told me she got some nice legs. Mm. Shout out, she's a very beautiful woman. Shout out to Meg. No hate to Meg. I love you, Meg. Um, where's the ring? I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you real though. You real though. Nah, she you got the though. bread, man. I can't afford the, the ring that Meg won't. Yeah, I can't definitely not afford that. Um, but I don't know. I see from the clip of him, her, and Kylie. She's like, "Yo, you better not drop my phone, Tori." But just the way she said it, I just feel like Meg don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Meg going to tell you whatever the fuck she want to tell you, whenever, however. And either you man enough to take it or you not, Straight in her like, eyes. Straight like that. 
know what I'm saying? And I feel like Tory had enough of that shit. <laughs> and nigga had to put his his foot down, his size six down onto the floor. So he he shop at Baby Foot Locker or Kids Foot Lockers? Yes. Damn, my he son had to shot. put his baby shoes on the floor and said, enough is enough. So if he sit on a bar stool, his legs are dangling? Come on, man. Can you respect the nigga who has a, his feet dangling from a, from a chair? I think possibly. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a female, so it's up to them to accept it. If a nigga bagged the bitch that I wanted and his legs were swinging off a chair... You'd be tight. I there's some self reflecting I got to do. <laughs> Definitely some self fucking reflecting. Or the nigga got fucking money, but that's neither here nor there. Um, we need to find out who shot Meg because one these are two one these are two big artists. Big artists. Tory Lanez is on the come up right now. On the come up, he's releasing music like every week. He just became independent. Now me and. Um, he's finessing out there. Then you got Meg, who is Just leading the ladies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hot girl. You know what I'm saying? Hot girl she, she started a wave, and she's trying to continue that shit. And she's a new upcoming artist. Like, oh, yeah. We, everybody fucks with Meg. Whether you fuck with her whole album or just one song. She 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 could spit with the niggas. Oh yeah, for sure. And like she just had her first number one song with Beyonce, Savage Remix. So Meg's having a good year. She's on the come up. She's kind of fulfilling everything that I personally thought she would be uh, doing by this year because she was just so great last year. Yeah. So like she's uh, she's loved and uh, there's a lot of backing from her label for her because uh, you can tell they got a Beyonce feature for her. So like Meg is like it's crazy man it's crazy. I personally hope that Tory Lanez did not shoot Meg The Stallion because I personally like Tory Lanez's music, and I think this is a possible uh, musical suicide in a sense if he shot Megan. Like it's crazy. Like it might be worse than like. I don't know if he shot Megan out of aggression. It's probably worse than the Chris Brown incident with Rihanna. Is this it's gonna, just as bad? Do you think this is gonna start a whole new movement? Possibly, do you think this has the potential to start like this movement against? I guess I don't know. Just um, I don't know what's the word. Uh, just abuse. I think so. If it's if it if it's as bad as it's worst case scenario. <clears throat> so I'm saying this worst case scenario. If it was like oh, if Megan Tory were in a relationship or in a kind of entanglement, as uh, Jada is uh, put us onto. And he kind of got mad, and he took his aggression out, and he probably, and shot Megan, uh, even if accidentally, maybe he was pulling his gun out, didn't have the safety on. I don't know. This is all alleged until the information comes out. But based on the way that everyone else is kind of like talking about it and kind of articulating it, it, it seems like he might have shot her. Um, don't know purposely or not. But I think it's a career suicidal move in a sense because he's doing so well. Uh, he's independent now, so he doesn't have a label backing him with all his shit and Megan Thee Stallion is a very liked person in the industry right now so it's, it's, it's definitely like a musical or career suicidal uh, or at least career delaying uh, move if uh, the, the rumors come out and say that he actually did shoot her uh, but I did see that Meg Thee Stallion is not really saying anything to the police whatsoever so they're not like saying oh he did this Facts. or they did that so we don't know and I and if he did end up shooting her and she's holding it down for him yo she's real as fuck for that cause but like, if she don't hold it down is that career suicide for her 
And she don't hold it out for him? I don't think so. This is a female. And if this guy actually shot her off aggression, like, like what kind of shit is that? They in the Hollywood Hills, bro. They at the Jenner's house. Like, you gotta you gotta move different when you're in those environments. But dog. when you like a hood chick, you know what I mean? She like, a hood chick, but Aren't she, you she supposed to not now. snitch either? Yeah, but like, I don't... Yeah, I say in a sense, but like, this is a man that possibly might have shot this girl because she rejected him. Like, what type of shit is that? That might be a bigger, like, no, for bad sure. look for the man than anything. For sure, for sure. So I don't think it's But anything. I'm just trying to see both... No, no, for where, sure. Where this could possibly go, you know? Also, I don't think Meg is going to cooperate if it is alleged, if it is found out that Tori might have been the reason she got shot or she's the one that shot her. I don't see her going out and be like, yo, Tori shot me, blah, blase, blase. So I don't see her doing that. But, like, if she does, like, actually eventually cooperate with the police and say that's what happened, then you can't be mad at her, especially No, 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 no. No, no, no. There's mad, there's mad, like, where they were, there's mad. Every house has, like, high-end camera systems outside their house. So I'm sure they are able to get that footage and piece together an investigation. And, um... So I'm sure they'll be able to find out what, what happens. And look, this is me asking a question about what this will do negatively to Megan and her snitching and stuff. Like, don't take that the wrong way. If you are dealing with abuse, if you, you yeah. know what I'm saying, definitely hit up the police, you know what I'm saying, get some help. I mean, get yourself out that situation because I don't promote that at all. Um, and, and they could come in many different forms. Friends, it could come in your significant other. And they come in just an acquaintance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just just be wary out there. I'm not saying Tori is guilty because we don't know the full story I'm hoping yet. he's not. But I'm hoping this is a whole misunderstanding. And this is really just the media doing its job again to try to try manipulate. Try to manipulate the culture. Yeah. But uh, what if uh, Meg was like, y'all only date dudes 5'5 five, five or taller. And this nigga was like, nah, bitch. Shot her, in the, shot her in the foot. <laughs> or he was shooting at the foot, shooting at the floor, trying to be all raw and like tough. And then the shit ricocheted and hit her. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that happening. I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he tried to put his foot down. Or he was showing off. He tried to show off. He tried to shoot the shit. You know what I mean? And it just backfired in a way that he didn't expect it. Um, My son shot Meg though. But allegedly. But, um, yeah, Meg, you don't have to snitch, and you should snitch if that shit definitely happen. Um, yeah, if it was, like, some domestic abuse type shit, yo, definitely, like, I ain't mad at you. Go ahead, do your thing, Megan. Facts. Like, we don't condone it. Facts. Um, speaking of that snitching um, topic, mm. we got the snitch hotline mm-hmm. straight from the NBA. Bubble in Orlando. So, motherfuckers can't leave the bubble. Yeah, you can't leave the bubble. You can't sneak out. Can't get food. Can't get food. You can't say hi to your family members unless you have permission to do so. And then if you do, you have to quarantine or stay away from the team for a couple days. Mm-hmm. So, we got a lot of NBA players fucking up. Yeah. And we got a couple of NBA players who are just some ungrateful Greek bastards. And I'm going to just keep it straight funky like that. Yeah, I agree, yo. Like, i seen a lot of NBA players on Instagram complaining about the food in the bubble. 
and like at the end of the day yo they getting good this like regardless it's like it's pretty good it's pretty good food i would assume like i seen people like eating steak and shrimp and i'm like yo just because it's maybe not like packaged the correct way or something like that like don't mean it's like that shitty and like even if it is yo you guys are doing this so you guys can get the remaining amount of your salaries because you want the league to be prosperous and not lose money for upcoming years. So I think some of these players need to calm down, at least with the food aspect, and just do what you got to do because what you're doing right now is you're on the quest to win the championship. And uh, you got to do what you got to do, man. Like And, like, the NBA has been doing a good job, dog. Yeah. Like, we're, we're leading the way, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they haven't done the best job, but... They're doing a good job. They're doing a good job, you know what I'm saying? And you put a bad light on them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And and when when you're a part of the NBA, you know what I'm saying like you're you represent it as well, especially when you're a top star who, who made it into the playoffs. Yeah, you don't see LeBron James complaining about the food. Man's trying. This man is quiet. You know what he worried about? Yeah, he's trying to get this chip, dog. Like that's it, what I'm saying. If anything, you put your body through some shit. Now nah, me is gonna make you stronger. So <coughs> I don't I don't feel bad for these niggas. They said that uh, someone snitched on Dwight Howard. <coughs> I don't know what he was actually doing, but uh, they snitched on Dwight Howard. I think it was something about him not wearing a mask. But he put out a statement. It's like, yo, if we in this bubble, we get tested every day, and we the only people we are around. Why should I have to wear a mask? And like at the end of the day, he's somewhat right because they are the most tested individuals probably in the country right now. But there's daily testing. Uh, there's not a lot of people going in and out of the situation, so I'm not mad at him about that, because he is somewhat right. If any person in the world or in America is to not have to wear a mask every time they go outside, it's probably the dudes in the NBA bubble, because it's a it's a closed knit environment, daily testing for every single person in the bubble, and there's not people going in and out of the bubble constantly, so it's a lock. So I, I I'm not mad at him about that. But but this is. But this is a pic- bigger picture, though, right, John? Like, this is not just corona, you know? This is this is just being safe from everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you, you might have corona, you know what I'm saying? that That's a risk. But all in all, you don't want to get your next... You don't want to get your teammates sick, whether it's corona or not, right? So it's like... That's true. I, I see it. I, I, see, I see Dwight's point, but then it's like, come on. Like you, you know, you know why we doing this. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know, this is bigger than just Corona. And this is some shit in the future we got to take into consideration. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm not like I'm. I'm just gonna say I'm not mad at him for for doing what he's doing. But uh, other people have gotten in trouble too. I saw. Um, who was it? I, I can't remember who it was. One of the players put up a thing about hey, like yo, you can order food to the bubble. You just got to meet him at the gate. And, like, 10 minutes later, he was just like, my bad. <laughs> and, like, he deleted the post and was like, oh, my bad. Because another player actually got in trouble for kind of doing that. So he was like, oh, he, like, he deleted his tweet. And then he, like, I forgot who it was. But uh, he, he deleted the tweet and it was like, oh, my bad. I think it might have been Kelly Oubre or something like that. But, like, it's hilarious, man. And uh, one of the big things is uh, that i seen, too, as well, is that this uh, this girl on Instagram, I don't know her name, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, guys are already hitting me up. Uh, the NBA bubble <laughs> about to, like, pretty much get destroyed. 
because like all these guys are like this one this one player is hitting her up and be like yo like whenever they let people in I'm pretty much gonna come through but so who knows man who knows I so, hope this shit don't backfire. I hope we were able to watch a full NBA playoffs. I think we, I think we are though, but it's gonna be very interesting when they start letting family members and friends into the bubble. It was Zion, right? Uh, no, it wasn't Zion with the girl. I think the girl is talking to Montrez Harrell from the mm. information I gathered. But Zion left the bubble. But Zion did leave the bubble. He left the bubble at a family emergency. Oh, okay. um, they said if he gets tested while he's away from the bubble. He only has to get quarantined for four days. But if he doesn't get tested at all, it's a 10-day quarantine when he comes back. That's a little minute. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have playoffs coming in a couple weeks. Yeah, the season technically starts on the twenty, the 30th, I think, of this month. And Zion's team plays the first matchup. So. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to see Zion in playoff mode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, another big thing in the bubble I saw was um, Kimba Walker. He had an interview, and he was like, yo, like, the other day I was walking, and, like, I was walking with Jason Tatum, and I seen Bron. He's like, pretty much, he's like, I seen Bron uh, with no security. He's like, he's like, he specifically said, he, 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 he specifically said, the last time you probably seen Bron with no security is when he was, like, nine years old, as an exaggeration of, like, this dude's a megastar. And he's like seeing him without security is kind of crazy, but him being in the bubble, it, 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 you're able to have that kind of like environment of where LeBron could be present and not have security. Yo, you're not LeBron, around. my nigga. You're not LeBron. You're Kemba fucking Walker. Yes, I said it just like that. I think he was more saying that it's cool to see him without security. Because a guy like that grew up with LeBron being, like, the best player in the league. Yeah, but young. why are you so surprised? Like, I'm saying, like... I think I think it's, like, I think it's high praise, honestly. Do you think so? Yeah, because it's like, yo, these guys look up to LeBron. He's the elder, elder statesman. Probably still one of the top players in the league. And to see him kind of, like, on the same level as everyone else, in a sense, like, it's really like, oh, we all okay. in this together. I didn't read the tweet, so I took it the wrong way initially. Nah, it was an interview. He was just like, oh, he was like happy and like he was happy. He was like, yo, man, I can't believe I seen LeBron walking around just like that. Like you can see the pure excitement, the joy of like a superstar player in the league, just like excited to see another like superstar player in the league. But we are talking about LeBron, who's a top three probably player of all time uh, in most circles. So it, it's cool to see like uh, some players semi geek out, fan out, probably seeing other players just in natural environments where they probably haven't seen those players uh, be in for a minute. That would be... I, I guess that could be cool. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just, just, if you're used to seeing that person... Yeah, always. because both those guys are young. Kimba's young. He's probably under 30. Uh, Jason Tatum's probably like 22, 23. Like, these guys grew up when LeBron was winning chips. Like, you feel me? Like, in the Miami days, these kids were like in high school, middle school. I, I could see that. I could see that. I just, I don't know. I, it's a different scope for me, you know. It's a different scope. I could see that, and I agree. Like that could that that's probably some shit unheard of or un, unseen. You know what I'm saying somebody that big, rolling with no security. Um, yeah, but um, another. I, well, I had a question I wanted to ask you about the snitch hotline. Do you think that 
players uh, should be looked down upon for snitching uh, about other players, like kind of like sneaking stuff into the bubble, risking themselves by uh, getting exposed to people outside of the bubble, like trying to like violate the pretty much the terms of the bubble. I think it depends. Bringing out independent things. Independent, because I know right now snitching is like the biggest thing going on because of the whole six nine stuff, and a lot of people are looking down on snitching. But uh, so I just kind of want to see like where you gauge the uh, calling into an anonymous phone line, like yo, blase blase person is uh, dude, I seen them sneak someone in, or like I see them leaving out to get food and now they're back. Like, what do you think about that? Like, you think that's a good thing for players to be doing, or? Or not stitches, uh, snitches get stitches. Like, where do you, where do you uh, stand on that line? I think if you're a citizen and you've carried yourself as a citizen and just a citizen, like life. If you if you carried yourself like a citizen or just like just a citizen your whole life and didn't like even hint at the fact that you you might be about that life. Then, you can you have every right to because honestly you just worry you worried about your life. Yeah. You know I'm saying you don't go by that moral code, you don't go by that street code. Mm-hmm. But if you a if you a hooper, you know what I'm saying you, in which probably most of these niggas came from the hood. You know what I'm saying like you have a certain code that you grew up on. Yeah, I that's mean, true. Whether you a street kid or not, you know I'm saying because I'm not I'm not the street I'm not a street nigga, but. Shit, I still, I still won't snitch. You know what I mean? Like, no, I feel you. But what? But like, like you were saying before, you kind of playing with people's um, lives in a sense. Because even though like these guys are tap athletes in great shape, and they are probably less likely to be uh, die from this disease or really get too bad of the uh, side effects, I think it's still like could like you violating someone's like medical like physical like um i don't even know how to articulate it but you kind of like risking someone else yeah. by doing what you're doing i think that because you're risking you're, somebody else's you're, life you're risking honest. somebody's life so i think i wouldn't be upset with a player telling on another player because they are putting everyone at risk by doing what they by leaving the bubble or violating the rules of the bubble because these guys are professional athletes they're not out there in the streets, they're not doing street illegal activities. Uh, they the NBA set up this little situation for them, so we're able to play these games, stay safest, um, be able to finish the season. And um, you violating those rules is putting everyone at risk. So I'm not going to be upset if someone tells on someone. But personally, I probably wouldn't say too much myself. But like, I don't think players should be intimidated because of the street aspect, because. They're not in the streets. These are million-dollar athletes. Um, they're going to continue to be million-dollar athletes. And uh, they're risking their careers, their lives, their loved ones' lives um, to do this quarantine uh, situation. And uh, you violating it is putting them at risk. So I'm not too mad at someone being upset that you're exposing them to a lot of these risks. Yeah, being upset and, and telling, though, is different. So I don't know. Maybe... Maybe not, having a conversation streets, with man. that person, though. Because I, I don't know. I personally would want to have a conversation with that person. You know what I'm saying? Face-to-face before I even tell the league. Yeah, you know or give mean? them a if, warning. If I wanted to tell the or league. Or even give the player a warning. Yeah. Like, yo, bro, I seen you do this. You know, you're putting us at risk. 
Like, come on, man, you gotta do better than that. I don't know. But I think it's a little different. It's a good question. Street, street code, though, I think it's definitely different from the street code because they're not in the streets. They're trying to. Every single person is a million dollar entity, and they're trying to protect their image. They're trying to protect their entity. Um, they're trying to protect their surroundings, and like you doing stuff is putting people at risk. So I'm not gonna be too upset if someone does say something because there is a bigger goal at hand, and that's possibly winning a championship. And a lot of things have been put together for them to be able to do that. Right. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, hopefully, they hold themselves accountable. And we, we get to see them perform. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like and two more weeks. I know that sounds bad, but this is this is what they want to do. This is their job. You know what I'm saying? They also have a, you know what I mean? Like, they also have a life outside of basketball. So, True. It's, it's, it's tricky. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. tricky. It's mm-hmm. tricky. Um, but... I don't want to judge another. I don't want to judge one of our players. You know what I'm saying for deciding either or. You know what I'm saying just because I feel like we we're so we're so critical of of each other. Right. We're always to, we're always we're always judging each other, and I feel like you know what I'm saying it's just it's time we need to stop. Like even talking about the fucking Nick Cannon shit. Right. You know what I mean like. That shit is another thing where he's getting backlash from people for, you know what I'm saying, trying to do the right thing. Um, I, I watched the whole Nick Cannon thing. I've also watched people speak about, like, why it was wrong. I get it, for sure. Um, he used words that were upsetting to the uh, Jewish community. But at the same time, I think there was a... He's a gentleman that after the situation happened... He immediately, like, once someone reached out to him, like, yo, this is, like, kind of, like, what you're saying. As soon as he got educated on the topic, he apologized about it. And the and then he got, like, pretty much fired from his uh, occupation at um, Viacom. Viacom. So, Wildin' Out, MTV. 20 years, bro. Yeah, he's been in there for, I think, I don't know, I just, I think it's unfair to have fired him because he didn't use, um... He didn't use, like, a, a super derogatory thing to call a certain culture. He did, I, I, I disagree, I I do agree that he did go over the board uh, when he did uh, articulate the words, what he called them, savages. Um, you can't talk about entire people and call them savages just because there's bad apples it, is uh, it? in this situation. But I think, I think the, the process he took of kind of, like, Saying, hey, I'm gonna reach more, reach out to more people and get educated on the subject matter. Um, I apologize for what I said. Um, that's not how I meant to say it. And as well as like, that's what you want from people. You want to say, hey, I made a mistake. Let me educate myself in this topic point so I don't make this mistake again. And I think there's a lot of rush to judgment for Nick Cannon, especially over the years that we've seen a lot of uh, African Americans, a lot of Black people get. Um, just absolutely shitted on by media, by other big people. And they Facts. have kept their occupations. They have been able to continue doing what they're doing. A uh, big one was the Don Imus thing. He called the one basketball team nappy-headed hoes, like the Rutgers team. Like It's been like 10 years ago. Uh, there's been countless incidents of where 
Uh, black people have in their uh, selves violated by every other cultures, by single other cultures, day. and they haven't got the blunt of the punishment as the Nick Cannon has gotten. And all most black people ask for is like, if you do make that mistake, educate yourself on why right. you made that mistake, and uh, come back um, more educated on the topic. And Nick Cannon stayed true to that. Like, of uh, he might have he misspoke. Uh, he was wrong about what he said, but he is educating himself it's on just, the proper way to go about saying what he says and educate himself about a different culture. And I think we should celebrate that in a sense, as well as pers- as you might persecute, but once someone educates himself, we should be a little bit more accepting into uh, like, hey, this guy made a mistake. He's trying to get better. That's great. That's what uh, every person should be doing. Yeah, but I, I will say this. His comments... I feel like if I was a Caucasian person, yeah, definitely you was wilding. You know was what I'm saying? More, I didn't see the whole more, thing. I didn't see the, the whole. It was more of the Jewish community were upset because the the timing, the location you were speaking on, was the pretty much the Jewish people. So I think yeah. that's where he went wrong by generalizing a people for of uh, doing something where it might not have been all of them. It might have been just some of them doing certain things so I think the generalization of entire people is what really got him into a lot of trouble right in a sense oh I just I just but we also got to take into account you know what I'm saying like how how free are you with your speech you know what I'm saying how free are we you know what I mean like we we attach ourselves with these with these corporations who Use us for everything, mm-hmm. and we can't say anything either about it or even be ourselves. Now, look, I understand because I wouldn't want this on the other foot. Do oh, I want? Sure. Do I want Caucasian or Jewish people to be calling, you know, people of color names and or saying they're evil or blah blah? No, I wouldn't want that. So I say, I say that's wrong. Because you generalize people, right? And this is what we're trying to steer away from. Mm-hmm. But, like you said, he did the right thing by trying to educate himself. But, back to my point, as a black king, and I'm saying as a person who's, who's held himself to that standard. Right. Over his career, you have to almost kind of just... I don't know. It goes back to the to the to the conversation we had about the J. Cole shit. Right. You know what I'm saying where well, we have to communicate better mm-hmm. and communicate to that person, like, all right, you did this wrong. This is this is how you fix it, or look at this point of view. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not always the best approach to be like, yo, you're wrong, blah blah. Like, yo, look at this point of view and tell me if this makes sense. Right. You know, and um. We need to do that more with our people. Yeah, I we need agree. to do that more with our people. Other other cultures need to do that with their people. Mm-hmm. Check them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a way of checking people, especially people who have shown or have a resume of just doing great things and being a king. Yeah, I mean? or a queen. Yeah, because Nick Cannon, for years, have put a lot of minorities on. Uh, he's put a lot of even white people on. Uh, through his show, Wildin' Out, a lot of really famous people were on Wildin' Out. 
Cat Williams, you got Mikey Day that's on SNL right now. You got Pete Davidson who's on SNL right now. Um, who else? Cat uh, Williams, like he's put, and he count every year, every uh, show he puts on a like a different musical artist. So in this, he's always um, in the culture of uh, hip hop. He's always put on people of, Facts. Uh, for, and for a long time. Men and women. Men, women, yep, for a long time. Like he's a uh, struggling he's, artist, struggling, um, uh, struggling uh, 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 comedians, mm-hmm. um, successful comedians. Right. I'm saying well, this is a person we've we've called corny year after year. Yeah, you know I'm saying people this is a, have. Yeah. This is why is he corny? You know what I'm saying like, don't get me wrong, he does corny shit. He definitely does corny shit, but is he a corny person? Nah. Nah. He's nah. definitely not. He's honestly he's one of the best examples. Right. Um. So shout out to Nick Cannon. I know you're gonna get a show somewhere else. You know yes. what I'm saying? When you when you hold yourself with that value, yeah, people gonna wanna find that. Yeah, I saw a Diddy tweet like, yo, come over to uh Revolt like And we that's got what you. we need. He's like, Come over to Revolt, we got you. I don't know. The big thing is that pretty much I wanna say is that I think I think that it's unfair that when a black person makes a mistake it's uh, like even though like people say, oh, that white guy says this thing, everyone wants to cancel him, blah 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 blah. He loses his job, but there's been a lot of pain in the African American community, especially in America, that they've been enduring for hundreds of years. Like with that pain, there's there's a lot of backlash that you can have in your heart, in your brain, and towards the pain. And he might have articulated himself in the wrong way. But, like, this guy literally right away, he's like, yo, someone reached out to me, explained to me, like, what you're saying, why it's offensive, and, like, maybe your history that you were speaking of is not 100% accurate because you try to generalize it to one people or one uh, area of concentration. But some of what he's saying is somewhat true. It might not be directed toward the Jewish community, but there was times back then that there was uh, there was a... Uh, the pe- the Nordic people like the, the blah blah blah, but like I just think he just like he he had the wrong guest on there, he he tried to uh, talk about a point maybe that he wasn't fully educated on or he might have been educated wrong on, but like as a human person he immediately apologized. He made mistakes, man. He made mistake. He immediately apologized. He immediately sought someone that was more informative. He's continuing to find people that are more informative, and for to see everyone just like yeah Nick Cannon get him out of here blah 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 when. The only thing black people want is for you guys, when this happens on the other foot, is to educate yourself and be apologetic about it. Like, even with the whole Drew Brees thing, like, Drew Brees said what he said, and people like, bro, that's insensitive. Like, what are you doing, bro? But, like, people reached out to him and explained to him, like, what was going on, and he kind of somewhat doubled down on his take, and then after a little bit more backlash, he was like, okay, I educated myself. And now we're moving forward, and we're able to kind of like Drew Brees. we're trying to, and he's able to try to move forward with the situation. I wouldn't go straight out fuck Drew Brees because I'm not mad at anyone that is. A when you double down, yeah, but after that he apologized and he edu- he's educating himself and meeting up with a certain people. It's kind of like the whole this. It's like you can't be mad when someone like maybe they just were coming from the wrong angle, but if they're accepting education and they're accepting to kind of like look at something for a different way that's all i like i personally would ask for from people everybody's human they they have and then, they have opportunity to change 
their perspectives. They have an opportunity to learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's granted that. So I hope anybody who does make a mistake, yeah, do your fucking homework. Yeah, do your homework. Just like just like Nick Cannon's doing his homework. Uh, just like Deshaun Jackson also said some stuff uh, a few a few weeks ago. Uh, that was very uh, offensive to the Jewish community, very anti-Semitic. Uh, and he said, yo, maybe, he's like, yo, I came from a point of ignorance where I wasn't fully educated on what was going on and you know what I'm doing? I'm going to reach out to the people, high people in the Jewish community. I am going to reach out to people that understand this situation. I'm going to educate myself to make sure I don't make that mistake again. And like, if those two guys are able to come to that realization as quickly as they were come to, uh, that's all the African American community asks from other cultures is when it comes to situations of race with black people, we need to, you need to first educate yourself and then uh, and kind of like apologize for what you're saying because you're not informed as you think you are about a certain situation and um, move on and then kind of like uh, take your ego away from the shit man. yeah take your just like those two guys did take your ego away from the situation I know some people are still killing them like oh these guys are racist these guys are discriminatory but like they made a discriminatory mistake and they immediately went to educate themselves on why that mistake was made and what they can do going forward to make sure that mistake is not made and they're not offending a people or offending a, 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 a religion or a culture uh, in, in, in in a negative way, like so, I just want I just want other people to just kind of hold themselves to that standard, and I think it is an underlying root of racism where we are ready to just destroy uh, black people for making a mistake just because right now uh, many white people don't want to have the uncomfortable conversation about racism, so there is a deflect wow. from the main topic of racism. <coughs> oh, this black guy said this thing about these guys. Black Lives Matter is not a real movement. Like, I saw a lot of people just, like, just dismissing the movement of Black Lives Matter. That, nothing else. Just mattering. And just because of statements made by these gentlemen that are African-American. And I think uh, what's going on right now is that a lot of people um, of other cultures are waiting for black people to make those mistakes so they can pounce on them. And so they can, like, skirt the issue of racism in America with being black. And I feel like that's unfair. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with the Nick Cannon situation. They were like, they, they got excited. I, I felt like there was a lot of excitement to see a black man make a mistake so they could pound, pounce on him and discredit what's going on in the world and, and discredit what's going on in America. And it kind of like saddens me to think about that. It's, and he, he went about it the perfect way. Like, obviously, he made the mistake of saying what he said, but he went out and, like we keep saying, immediately educated himself, immediately went to the people that. He offended the people that know more than him, and he's continuing to educate himself. And I don't wow. want the real issues to be skirped because of the situation that's going on. That's pretty much how I feel about that. Bing, boom, period. I was rambling, but like that's how I feel about that, man. Like I think this is a way for people to skirt away from the real issue. They say mistake, kill this guy, discredit the movement. Like I, it's, it's just painful. See what they're doing, y'all. See what they're doing. It's painful to see. Thank dude. you for pointing that out. Y'all see what they're doing. Y'all fucking see what they do. What else but we got on uh on the dock? So she got me that was a little up. I know that that shit got a little this nigga pulled some henny midway of his rant because he was turning the fuck up. I fucked with it. I uh, fucked with on it. On a lighter note, we could talk about our versus battle that I shitted on you last weekend. Whoa, 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 shit it on. It's a recap, 50 T.I. Nah, Come buddy. Come on, man. Nah, buddy. Come on, man. I love how you're trying to, trying to switch, 
switch it up right now. I but had to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Look, I'll say this. I'll say this. Oh, disclaimer. Nah, not even. I'll say this. You definitely put up a great fight. You Let's put go. up a great fight. You put up a great fight. But. I'm out here, man. I'm but, like Muhammad Ali in his prime. But. In a in a in a twenty song battle back to back, you riding in the fucking jeep. You in the you, you anywhere you at, anywhere you at, them top twenty songs that I played by Fifty, you gonna want rather than Ti, and that's just point blank period. You know what I'm saying, but it, it was a it was a dope battle. I came in front. You won the coin toss, so you was able to capitalize. Yeah, I had my strategy set up. You know what I'm saying? All for that. I woke up out of bed and just made my list. Nah, I told you this outside of the podcast. He he said that. Disclaimer, though. (laughs) Nah, nah, he disclaimed. Nah, nah, he Woke up out of bed, make my list. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm a New York head. I'm not a a crazy 50 fan. You know what I'm saying? But I know my 50. Um, And... Shit, I'm going I'm to take the Nick Cannon route, and if there's anything I could have did better, <laughs> y'all let me know. But I did my thing. I'm, I'm fucking confident in um, the songs that I played. That shit, that shit had me fuck. All in all, T.I. got some fucking bangers, bro. Yeah, he, I'm telling, man, people sleep on my man Tip, T.I. Harris. Like, we, we knew 50. We knew 50. But T.I. comes out the woodworks with some shit. Um, oh, for sure, 100%. And it, but if we're going to call T.I. a legend, I say we got to call 50 a legend as well. Oh, yeah, know? 50 definitely was a legend during his time. Um, he had a nice little run. Like, it was a short run, but it was impactful. It definitely impacted a lot of hip-hop. And uh, 50 Cent is pretty much going to be immortal in uh, the hip-hop community for the rest of the existence. So... We I don't know if we're gonna see this battle in real life. Yeah, right now it's looking pretty iffy. It's looking pretty iffy, and Fifty is just not the one to entertain like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he only kind of, if anything, I feel like Fifty just goes after something if he feels like he can definitely win. Mm-hmm. You know, or he can definitely shift the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you could really do that with Tia. Especially when T.I. is, like, he's trying to, disc- you already see he's trying to discredit T.I. before the battle. Even. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. You know, so, um, it, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to see this happening. But what, I don't know, what constitutes somebody winning the versus battle? Because um, they can have, like, because this could be an instance where a, a, a rapper could win the versus battle but not have as great as a catalog as... Oh, the for other sure. Rapper. Yeah, for sure. It all depends on how like the people are really reacting uh, to the songs. Um, I've seen a couple uh, that were on Instagram Live, and like it just depends on how the crowd is like, are the people viewing the battle like, kind of like what they're looking for, like because um, I remember in the Fabulous um, Data Kiss one, people was like, yo, they were all about the hardcore rapping blah 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 they like that little aggression but like maybe fabulous had some of the better mainstream songs right so like it's possible to have the better mainstream music 
and kind of lose the crowd or the viewing audience. It all depends on the age, I think, of the viewing audience, um, how certain songs resonate to certain people as yeah. well. So it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Like, there is that... Uh, so we have demographic. Mm-hmm. We have um, just hit songs. Hit songs, yeah. We have... I feel like your mouthpiece... Definitely, definitely plays a part in in the verses battle, especially if you're rapping over your songs or you're jamming to your songs. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. looking smooth with it, if mm-hmm. you really bopping to it, people gonna bop with you. If you're looking like a cool nigga, niggas gonna wanna be cooling with you. Right. So, I think I see. I think it was the Nelly and and um, was it Ludacris? Yeah. 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 Nelly and Ludacris. Ludacris Nelly has a lot of hit songs. Yeah, he does. You know I'm saying Ludacris does too, but Nelly is has the one that resonates. Ones. He's with, got some big ones. Right, he has some big ones. So, but Ludacris was just looking cool, too cool. Yeah, he was looking good, confident, um, just like. And on the biggest thing I think is like where you play certain songs. If you if you're able to strategize yourself well, because like in our battle, uh, my goal was to go second first like for the first 10 I wanted to go second right because I wanted to pick up points early on where I can dictate so I went second first so whatever you played I tried to counter it and uh, if I knew a song that was going to be super hard to beat I just didn't waste a good song on it and then for my second 10 I played pretty much only like billboard charting songs so like once you play your really good songs I'm going to play songs that maybe the general public might know more often than some of the first half stuff. So, like, I tried to make the second half semi-debatable so that I could uh, maybe pick up a few points here and there. So, John, how do you feel about having a whole strategy and still (coughs) losing? Well, coming in, I thought I was the underdog, as the rest of the world thought. That's the reason we made this versus battle thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I thought uh, I was the underdog. The world thought I was the underdog. And so, I was coming from Which is fucked up because you're the one that fucking pressed me about this. I asked you about it, and then you like, yo, it's not even oh close. Oh, my God. It's not Don't even cap. Close. Don't cap. Nah, Don't I just cap. asked you what you feel about it, and you was like, oh, 50 got you this easy. You was talking your shit. You was talking your shit, I only John. said stuff to hype you up, and like, it obviously didn't work. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> but uh, nah, I just think, uh, coming from the underdog portion, I think like I had more I had more chance to really show people that T.I. has a great catalog. and like you, you had, you, I didn't have room for error. No, you had room for error. Nah, you it's just I don't like I have room for error because of TI's catalog, but I don't have room for error just based off 50s catalog. So because he has so many good songs, mm-hmm. it's almost like if you don't play them in the right in the right pocket, if you don't play them in the right position, right. You're going to fuck yourself up. You gonna fuck yourself over, and I didn't find my. It was I don't think it was that hard for me mm-hmm. to kind of adapt. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and and try to outwit you. It was just, you know what I'm saying, like you got two legends. Yeah. You okay. get you get yourself caught up into fucking bumping Ti song. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying, and then I'm sure you got caught up. You you got caught up bumping fucking Fifty songs. Yeah. Know what I mean? So it, it just it 
I don't know. It was just a dope-ass battle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I had a good competitor. This is why I have John Rick as my co-host. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know what I mean? I know he's going to he's gonna bring some credible shit. And, he, and he's going he's gonna to de- deliver the same way I'm going to want to deliver with the same passion. So, um, yeah, y'all going to check that. Y'all, y'all going to check that shit out. Um, like, like we said, what constitutes you winning the, the versus battle? You gotta have a good mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You gotta hope that demographic that's listening to you is going to resonate with your music. Right. And you're gonna have to have those songs. Yeah, especially and ordering of the songs, like where you play certain songs. Right. Wherever you, where you play certain songs is gonna go a long way into you winning, uh, into you losing. Maybe uh, you play two songs, people resonate with one song more than the other. So I think a lot of uh, when you play songs is gonna come into play rather than what songs you play, to be honest with you. Word. But uh, there is a new versus battle. I think they just announced. Uh, Who? They got the Snoop D O Double G, legend. Snoop Doggy Dog versus one of uh, our New York legends, uh, D M X. Uh, that should be a really good battle. Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying Snoop should uh, clean him up pretty easy. Uh, what? So I'm trying to see where you stand on this. What the fuck? What are you talking about? I've heard people say Snoop is gonna clean him up, man. DMX, yo, X is different, bro. X X has his own sound. Like, yeah, he does. Nobody sounds, sounds like, like him. him. You know what I'm saying? So he's taking you out of this world, and nobody has a sound like Snoop. Oh, definitely. You know I'm saying not. they don't either, which makes this a crazy ass. It's battle. a crazy battle. But for sure. this is not a back back and forth battle. I don't think. I don't. I think. Is a battle of styles. Yeah, what style people like more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be up to the demographic, you know? Yeah. Um, But I, I'll take... I'll put my money on X. I see. I wouldn't even bet. I don't know who to take, so I'll probably win. I, I just can't bet on this. I don't know who to take. Because I can see either one winning. Because uh, uh, some people might be rocking with the aggression that day. And, like, X is going to give you that aggression, dog. And he got hits. This man sold out. You see, you seen the famous picture where everyone jokes he sold out a continent. Like there's like probably like fifty, sixty thousand people in a crowd just going crazy for this dude. So X got a big following, and Snoop been in the game for thirty years, so he got songs. He got Dr. Dre on. Um, so it's either you like aggression or you like the laid back. I'm a smoke weed. It depends how guy. high everybody is. True. <laughs> to be honest, y'all got some dope ass fucking weed. Yeah, I mm. might sway over to Snoop's side because he's going to sure. have you on he that mellow. He's going to have you on that mellow, yeah, for sure. But. One, what? two, three into the four. <laughs> like, come well, on, man. Speaking about that, I'm not too sure we can trust DMX's mouthpiece like that. Yeah. He's not, I feel like he has that. If he start barking on the beat, it's he, over for he, him. He has, Snoop. he has that, oh, damn, X looking sick. Mm-hmm type of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Where Snoop is like, man, black don't crack. Like, he been looking yeah, cool, calm, and collect OG from the beginning. So, and he's a smooth talker, so he could right. definitely talk his way into winning every single song, even when X hits you with some crazy let shit. Me, let, let me play this. Let me play this here for you, baby. Yeah. He gonna say some shit like that. Some smooth and shit. And then he gonna play that shit, and then some girls' smooth. socks is gonna be fucking off. <laughs> and and niggas is just gonna be smoking L's crazy after L's. Facts. But yeah, I think that one's on Wednesday. Sexual so that should be seduction. pretty dope. I don't even know what uh 
I don't know what date that is, but sexual seduction. By the time you probably hear this, sexual seduction. Oh, this dude bugging. But yeah, by the time you hear this, um, that battle seduction. Be out. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm gonna check it out, man. I can't wait to see this one. I think Wednesday I ain't got shit to do, so I'm gonna throw it on. Yo, and he got YouTube. that shit. Don't he got that shit with um, what's that white girl? Martha Stewart. Nah, 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 nah. Um, she she has uh, Katy Perry. Got, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoop got stuff, bro. Snoop yeah, got songs Snoop for got, thirty years. Yo, Snoop. It's gonna shit, be it's man. gonna it's gonna be like yo. Do you like pop, rap for half of Snoop songs, or do, or do you like nineteen ninety Snoop versus DMX full aggression? It's gonna be interesting. Throughout the whole thing, it's gonna be interesting. And I think a lot of people are gonna wake up to X's catalog. Very. Uh, a lot of I feel like a lot of younger people, like probably a little younger than me, like three, four years, they weren't really into DMX when he was like popping when I was a child in New York. So I think a lot of people gonna get introduced to DMX catalog, and when X uh, when he plays some of his songs, yo, it's gonna be a crazy, cause he got some stuff, boy. I can't wait to take it back, man. He got That's some all stuff. I gotta say. I can't wait to take it back. Um, we have another versus battle actually. Mm. But this is not a... Hey, it might go lyrically. You never know. Uh, So we did talk about that entanglement mm. last week. All right? <laughs> so we have a versus. So we have August Alcina, who just put out a song. Yeah. Called Entanglements. Wow. He doing it for clout. Is that corny? Yeah, I think so. That's corny. It's corny. It's mad corny. He's he's doing it off. It's it's super corny, yo. To be honest with you. Do you think he um did it from the beginning for clout? I think so. I think I don't I don't know. I think so in a sense, cause like he did say he was losing a lot of opportunities because of it, but does he think that he was gonna gain more opportunities now? Uh, I don't know. I can't speak for it. But, like, I don't know. I think it's Well, if your corny. career is dying. That's a way to boost it back up. And good. Mm-hmm. And any publicity is good publicity. That's true. But I don't know, man. He's speaking on his, like... He's speaking publicly to the world on his sex life, in a sense. So, that's... And on a married He's that simp nigga, though. He's that simp nigga. He, yeah, he, people are viewing him corny, as that though. simp nigga now. You don't you find know. that corny, though? Like, oh, no, you're, yeah, you're yeah. speaking on your dick. To the world, not to just like your friends. Not facts. To you're the speaking, world. No, nah, you. That's that's the number one rule. To the, the world. The truth shall always come to light. Keep that yeah, in true, mind, people. True, but true. but that is corny of him to do, especially and when he has an album coming. That's but the worst who gives part. a fuck? That's true. I'm corny. That's enough. true. I can't be mad. Know at I'm that. saying like I can't be mad at that. Like right. I'm getting my fucking bread. Yeah, no, I can't and be shout mad out, at someone getting their bread. Shout out to Ross. Cause that Shout nigga out. had a fire verse. I like Rick Ross. I haven't heard the song yet though. Um, I tried playing it for you. Um, I tried to close my ears. I wasn't having it. Um, but Rick Ross definitely delivered on that, and he has some name flips. He has some. Jaden and Will are pretty easy to flip. It is, but it made me feel like he was a little battle rapper out there, speaking poetry. Yeah, um, I feel you. Um, nah, I, I just fucked with the verse. I just fucked with, um, him painting the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's the, Ross paints the picture better than anyone else. Yeah, no, I agree. Ross is a smooth talking dude that could put. Marble floors with the ceiling, with the ceiling painting. I don't know. Oh. 
I, I don't know. I saw uh, August Alcina's little uh, small interview, like, clip. He was talking to Lil Wayne, and he was just, like, talking about the situation. He was like, yeah, it is a it has been, like, a few years ago, blah, blah, blah. I just don't love him doing it when he's dropping an album. If he really cared about, like, what he was saying, like, oh, these people were trying to hold me back, like, in the industry because they heard that I'm trying to speak ill on this people's name, I think he could have... If he is gonna talk about it, don't talk about it when you just dropped an album. I think it looks like a rollout. Yeah. It looks like a way for you to get streams. Even if that's not what he was doing, it just like as a as an artist and like as a person that your um your career is marketing and publicity and uh, your image like it doesn't look the greatest that you said all this stuff again after your album is out. Uh, because it's like saying, "Yo, I'm just gonna try to draw attention." You look to like it. a parasite. Yeah, but and but at the same time, to be look on the other end, you can't be mad too mad at a guy that felt like he is being blackballed by the industry and that he needs to do something in order to save his career, as well as he just wants to get these uh, emotions out. So like, I see both sides, but I don't personally love him constantly talking about it. But if he does really love this lady, like, I can't be too mad at the gentleman. Alright. I just I can't be too mad at Hurt people hurt people. True. Beware of all rollouts. Yeah. It does look like a rollout, to be honest with you. But like I'm not mad at the guy for These 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 artists are smarter than you think and they have smart people backing them. Yeah. A lot of the time. So beware of the rollouts because they're definitely trying to manipulate you into buying their album mm-hmm. or um giving them attention. Mm-hmm. Um and that's all in the day's work for artists because uh-huh. people don't like to fucking support. Uh-huh. Um, so I can't blame them. But you have every right to get scrutinized and criticized. Yeah. Because you are a public figure and you did make your pub- your private business public. So you can't be too mad at the end of the day. For sure. Is you mad, stupid, or dumb? <laughs> Some six nine shit. <laughs> just get just to get some people mad. That's true. Just to get some people mad. But what else we got last on our docket or close to the? Um. So we got some new music. Possibly. Yeah, we have some new music. Have you heard it? Have you heard the new, the new, the new, the new, the new DJ Talent? <laughs> Keys. Uh, yes, I heard the two songs. Mm, DJ Khaled dropping bangers, huh? Not a big fan of either song. Not worried. You don't like DJ Khaled? I fuck with DJ Khaled. That's uh, like... Alright. That's, that's my beard um, twin. Mm. Man has a immaculate beard. Um, sure. Shout out to DJ. He be having... He has some hits, man. That nigga, that nigga barely misses, bro. Nah, he's raw, bro. That nigga barely misses. He, he... And if y'all don't know what he does... He does a lot, you know what I'm saying? He just it's just behind the scenes. I know he's just talking over a track, but he gets these artists together, he, he gets these together. concepts together. He he does a lot of shit. So Yeah, I did see that people trying to talk about like, yo, what what does he actually do? He executive produces a song, he makes sure the song comes together, he gets the artists, he gets the engineers. He puts together all the processes of making a song that you guys do not see. Because uh, you just see the final product. But there's a lot that goes into making music than just putting lyrics on a paper. Facts. Uh, so definitely be aware of that. And uh, DJ Khaled is one of the better people at doing what he does. And you think these artists constantly 
uh, come back to him just because, like, you know, for no reason. They know. They're like, yo, this is a guy. He's done some good stuff. And uh, I'm going to get with him because uh, he's going to put uh, a body of work together that's going to be very listenable. You wasn't one working in the stoop. Right. But uh, the artist uh, that's also featured on these songs is uh, probably the biggest artist in the world at the moment. Uh, Drake. Drizzy. What you want to call him? Uh, but uh, I listen to both songs. He got Popstar. Uh, that's a little bit more up-tempo jaunt. And then he got Grease. It's a little more... Uh, Melodic, a little more weekendy vibe to it, a little more foreign to it. Yeah, he tried to go weekend with it, kind of went too high. You think so? I think it's a more of a foreignish vibe. I don't know what language he was uh, he was hinting at. I don't know if it was French or Greek, because I'm not a linguist. Nigga's a chameleon, man. Nah, he's good though. Like I think it's a vi- nice little vibey track. Uh, Greece, I liked it, and uh, Pop Star is cool too. Uh, I gotta hear it with the speakers. Bumping though to really get the vibe through that song. True, because uh, I, I only bumped it through my um, my phone. Right. So once you get that going, it'll be cool to see. Uh, but Drake, he doesn't he doesn't really miss. Like his songs are very listenable. Yes, he does. He's they're digestible. His songs are very digestible. Barely. Nah, Drake doesn't. Nah, make... sometimes he been putting out some shit this year. His stuff wasn't. I don't know. I think he that been putting out some shit his, this year. His his stuff is obviously not as good as his old stuff. But it's still good. It's very listenable. It's very digestible. It's very uh, catchy. And two months later, this shit will be stuck in your head. I promise you that. He is a king of like, yo, the song is good. But then like two months later, you'll be like, yo, nah, this joint is fire. So that's that's just how I interpret Drake. But uh, is his best stuff? No. Is his, his worst stuff? Definitely not. Do you think anybody could win a versus battle with Drake? Probably. I think uh, Eminem would probably take him out, possibly. Uh, it all depends on the demographic, honestly. Because, like, if we're talking about people under 30, I think Drake would probably take it. If we're talking about people 30 and above, I think a lot of people could You think Jay could? Jay-Z would probably take him out pretty easy. Easy? The, because the, most of the Versus crowd is, like, 30-something plus, And Jay-Z's right in that wheel pocket of uh, music. I don't know. I think Drake going to have them young... Them young ones riding oh, for him. He's going to have sure. way more fans than but all the old, Jay would it's, have. It's most of the older people that are going to be watching that versus battle. And I think uh, those people are going to rock with some of the hardcore Jay-Z stuff over the Drake hotline blings. I beg to differ. I feel like old people are not um, good with technology as, as we what are. Do you mean old people? There's people are like under 40. 40 over 42. Over 42. But Swiss Beats and Timbaland are main people that did this. This... This thing is a more of a age seasoned it is. kind of it uh, is. setup. So I think Jay Z would win it. I don't know. I don't think any person. It's a toss up for me. It could be a toss up. It depends on what you like. Personally, I'm going Jay Z because I like his music better because I like rapping more than I like pop. I think Drake's like a pop star. I think Drake's more of a pop rapper. Like he's a pop star rapper that can spit good verses as well. And Jay Z's like a rapper, like an MC kind of thing. So it's it's tough, but I think Drake could definitely take out a lot of the legends based on his catalog. The dude's catalog is goaded. I mean, he has the best catalog. Rap catalog. He has the best rap catalog. No comment, man. I don't want to sit here for a year. I don't think he has the best rap catalog. He doesn't. He barely has a. I don't even know if he has a classic album in hip hop. I say he has the best. He has probably the best hip hop catalog. I beg to differ, but all right, cool. 
<laughs> it's fun. I it's fun, but is it com- he's definitely in the conversation. He's definitely in the conversation. Um, I think Drake is a top 10 guy in the hip-hop community. For sure. So what other music do we uh, come across? I know Joey Badass dropped the album. I didn't get to listen to it yet. I'm definitely going to listen to it throughout the week. I didn't listen to his album, but I definitely listened to some of, his, some of the like freestyles and tracks he put out. Um and I saw like him talking to the people and just telling them to you know follow your dreams and stuff and and your gift and you know I just like the message that he this kid always represented you know yeah, I'm looking um, at it right now it looks like it's a small pack it's like a three eight song pack so I'm definitely gonna listen to it today uh, I've seen people talking about it so I'll listen to the it the light pack yeah I got the um, so that means a full album's coming but uh, there's a song with Pusha T I'm gonna check that out because Pusha T going through a lot of little things. On there, he's sending shots at boys and what's up? We gonna see. I wonder if Drake is gonna respond. Drake not gonna say nothing, man. Uh, he might. Actually, he might. I thought, yeah, he might. We'll see. I think Drake's got an album coming out. Um, I think a lot of artists, like I've been saying for months, have an album coming out. Drake, Cole, Kendrick. I think we might get all three of them in the same year, second half of the year, or early the the following year. So, we'll see. Um, is there any other music I came in contact with? I don't got nothing. Nah, I don't really think there's there's a lot of new music. I've still been listening to the same people, Moneybag Yo, mm, Money Yo Bag Gotti, Yo. um, you know what I'm saying, just, you know, Drake, Cole, um, I told you I wanted new Jay-Z last week, um, waiting on that. It's not coming, man. He it's gone. gonna come. Jay-Z done with y'all. Hope gonna keep making music. Nah, he done with y'all. Um, but I am done with y'all. I think we're both done with y'all. Yeah, y'all can go home now. Y'all can go home. Y'all can do the, whatever the fuck y'all want. Um, scratch your balls. Wipe your ass. Smoke some weed. Straight like that. Remember the name podcast. See ya. Yeah. being heard? Possibly. Yes, you are being heard, sir.